Hello and welcome back to The Simplicity Diary with me, Kim John Payne. This week I was speaking to a, a dear mum about uh, a, a question that comes up a lot and it really crystallised my thoughts around this because this question about how much should I play with my child and um, it, it is, it is a, a conundrum that many of us share. Like, should we play with our kids? How much should we play with our kids? And, you know, is it right to play with our kids as we do? Because, you know, working uh, in uh, or speaking with parents in workshops, as I often do, many parents will... will um, will speak about their memories of childhood where their parents really didn't play all that much with them, just a little bit, and it was occasional. But our play world, for most of us, was somewhat, even perhaps quite, separate to uh, the the world of our, our parents. They got on with adult things, we got on with, with kid things, and we found ourselves sitting at the table to eat together and then... <laughs> You know, that was kind of that. And this is a memory that many people hold. Not not all. Younger parents might, might be a little bit a bit different. But this is very new, this question of, of how we should engage with in, in play. Now, first up, I, I want to say that I that I actually really enjoy the question. I very much value that parents, uh, modern parents now, are valuing play. Because under, it's inferred in the question, right, that um, if I'm wondering how much should I play with my child, it's not, it's not, um, you know, should my child play and so on. It's, it's, it, there's obviously a value to play there. And that's, that's just wonderful. However, it doesn't get away from the question of should we be doing this? Here's what, here's my take on this is that when our children want us to play, what they're doing is really much more wanting our presence. And there's a, there's a, a difference between playing with a child and being present for a child. When our kid really uh, bugs us to want to play with them and says, you know, daddy, daddy, or mama, 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 and, 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 and sort of hauls on us and wants to show us what they're doing, and, 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 and then they say, now you do it, now you, and, <laughs> and you, you know, you're, you, there's no question they want your full engagement in their play. Initially, most kids who have been played with a lot by their parents will be very used to that. And um, I'm not suggesting that that should stop on a dime. What I am suggesting, though, is to understand that when all this first began, way back when we started playing with kids or you started playing with your kid, your child, a lot, actually what they were looking for was, was presence. And then we perhaps misunderstood is too strong a word, but interpreted that as, okay, so we'll play with them. <laughs> the upshot of that is that it often means we don't have a life. You know, we don't, we don't get on with the things we need to get on with. And, and more than that, though, well, perhaps as important, is that our child doesn't see us doing things that adults do and if we're not careful, come to see us as a playmate 
And then it's a very short hop to seeing us as a peer or a sibling. And therein lies the problem. Because if our children are seeing us as, as playmates, siblings or peers, it makes it very difficult for us to be an adult authoritative presence and put loving limits in place. And it actually can undermine our ability to, to um, set those boundaries because just a, you know, a short time before, we were the child's playmate. And not only does it bring up uh, discipline problems, I actually think it brings up confusion in a child because we're switching in and out of roles so rapidly that a little child, particularly little ones, they, they can't adjust that quickly. And so it makes them kind of mad you know, and they start to act out, tantrum, you know, um, just not do so well. But what's really going on is they're kind of confused. So what do we do? What, what can we do um, to help this? If this strikes a chord for you at all, and it may or may not, I'm not suggesting I'm, I'm absolutely right. You know, of course, this is just a perspective. But if this does strike a chord for you, here are some things you might want to think about. First of all, if a child is used to that, uh, used to you playing and playing a lot with them, and they hold you over to their play, then go with them just like you normally would. But um, just ask them a few questions about their play. You know, or better still, just say what you see. So sit with them and say, and, and they say, but, but mama, 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 now y y you, you be the robot now, and, and like, I'll be the, you know, whatever. And you say, so, and just repeat back to them and just say, so, oh, so a robot. Yes, yes, there's a robot. Mm. What, what does the robot do? Well, the robot is like really mean and it and it like it like stamps on things and <laughs> you know and you get this big description of what the robot does. And the more you can just be quite very actually interested, but ask them and just it's not even a question, really, is it? You know, you might say, well, what does a robot do? I guess that's a question. But it's more just saying robots. Wow, that big? Oh, my. That's so big. Yes. And and <laughs> what that does is it starts enriching the child's inner self. It starts creating an imaginative picture within them. Now, here's the key, you see. It creates an imaginative picture within them, which is tasty, it's juicy, it's satisfying. And that is doing inwardly for them what previously was happening, to, it was happening extrinsically, outside themselves, because in many ways you were creating it. You know, you were the person that was the engine of the, the creativity. What you're doing is shifting the power of the play, the engine of creativity within the child. And that, that is what they're looking for. 
that's essentially very satisfying to a child. That's yummy um, when that can happen. Now, stay nearby. Don't have to go anywhere. But try this and try it over two, three, four weeks. This is not a quick fix. It takes some time because obviously their habit is to play with you. And you might find yourself playing a little bit, but try and back out of that. When you get a couple of weeks into this and they call you over, bring over something of yours. If you're making a salad, bring over the carrots, you know what I mean? Like, um, bring something that you're actually doing that you want to get on with, preferably something a little bit practical, um, that they can, and you, and just sit nearby or bring them over to you and sit them up at the, at the counter. And, and so that they're making something right near you. So you're making whatever it is, you know, breakfast or you're, you know, clearing away the kitchen that you're doing something and they're doing something and they're very aware that they're near you because to have that proximity uh, also means a lot to a child you know we sometimes you know some houses I've seen have been architect designed with these fancy playrooms you know and and the kids where do they play right at your feet in the kitchen and you're thinking goodness there's this amazing playroom but they want to be near us, but I, I, I wonder really if they're looking more for our presence and our presence that enriches their inner creativity much, much more than they're looking at us to actually be their playmates. So I sure hope that's, that's helpful and uh, let's see how that goes, if that strikes a chord for you. Okay, bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm.